What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. You are listening to episode 91 of the show, and I'm your host, Mackenzie. I'm so, so glad that you're here today. Before we dive in, I want to take a second to thank a sponsor who is helping to make this show possible. Today's show is made possible by Real. Real toilet paper and paper towels are made from super soft, strong, and sustainable bamboo plants and are made without any toxic inks or dyes. As a company, Real is on a mission to affect as many lives as possible by providing much-needed access to clean toilets. By purchasing Real, you are supporting their mission to provide access to clean toilets to those in need around the world, while also giving American households a way to reduce their carbon footprint. What else could you want in your paper products? Use the link in the show notes to shop Real, that's R-E-E-L, today. Welcome back to another episode of the Enlighten Me podcast, everybody, with my two fabulous guests, Peyton and Bridget. Together with their other partner, Ashlyn, these ladies make up the Fomento team. Last week, they were on the show and told us all about the brand new business they are building, all designed to make thrifting easier. This business is actually an award-winning one, and if you haven't heard part one yet, you need to go back to hear about how Fomento was started and how winning a competition on their college campus changed the trajectory of this business idea that they had and not to mention their lives. I'm already such a big fan of Fomento and what these women are up to, and you're going to catch just a little taste of our female empowerment messages today. As we continue this conversation, Peyton and Bridget are sharing about what keeps them motivated to stay on the grind of running a business even amidst very busy schedules, and also how they like to motivate others to do the same. Oh, and we also are talking about how they came up with their brand's name, something I know that all of you have probably been wondering about. So stay tuned for that story. And while you're listening, don't forget about leaving a review for the show. Reviews help more people to find the show because it tells Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast players that people like what I'm doing. And that's what I want. I want more people to hear these interviews and get enlightened by people like Bridget and Peyton. So would you you take a few minutes to leave a review? If you need any more incentive, just know that I give away $2 for every review I receive. So there you go, all the more reason to do it. Make sure you subscribe to the show too so that you know when my next episode is available and also share the show with friends. Word of mouth is even more helpful than reviews. So I'd love it if you'd share that you're listening, whether that's posting online or sending this to a friend through a text. Please share what we are up to. Okay, I'll let you get to work on those things. Now, here is part two of my conversation with Bridget and Peyton from Fomeno. Yeah, that's, I just love hearing that story. And I wanted to say too, like Peyton, when you were talking about balancing everything, because I feel like we should acknowledge that. I mean, obviously you both talked about what you're majoring in, but yeah, you're both still in school, right? Like when do you graduate? I graduate in May, hopefully. And Bridget is just finishing off some summer classes here. She Um, made it so that she could graduate a year early. So we are the same age, but she's graduating early so she can take this on full time. Ashlyn graduated in December. So um, she's been off for six months now. But yeah, definitely like juggling everything has just been really interesting. But I think when it comes down to it, like we 100% pour everything into Fomento. Like if there was something Fomento going on, we're going to like choose that first, you know? So, but yeah, I, I love like just kind of going, going, going. And especially like at school, like, I don't know. I just love the vibe of like getting no sleep. It's kind of fun. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Something we've talked a lot too about a team is the whole concept of burnout. I think a lot of people in the startup world or honestly just in general experience it from time to time when you're running so hard and so fast. And Something I've really noticed, especially within this last year as things have really amped up, it's 
if I can stay mission oriented and understand my purpose within doing these things, I don't get burnt out. Like if I can tie everything back to a greater purpose than just, oh, I'm trying to create a company that makes money, period. Like I I would get burnt out with that mentality personally. But when I know, oh, I'm trying to create like a mission driven impact company that helps decrease textile waste and positively impact the planet. Like that is so motivating to me. And it's something that gets me out of bed earlier and puts me to sleep later. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, I don't know. That's just something that I've learned is when I have purpose in the things that I'm doing, I'm not as susceptible to burnout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. That's such a good reminder. I needed to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah, you guys, I feel like are obviously so mature beyond your years. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm just very impressed with what you've been doing. And two, I don't think I told you this, but so before I I am at home with my kids and doing this podcast and I have a part-time job. But before that, when I was working full-time, I worked in athletics at a university here and I did yeah. academic counseling. So do you guys have like an academic counselor like for the track team and cross country, like that kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We so love that. Was that. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's like the best job ever. It's so fulfilling. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love working with student athletes. They're the best. And I will say I have so much respect, like as many stereotypes there are about, especially, you know, like college football players or basketball players or whatever. I'm like, you don't even know what their schedules are like. Let me tell you, like they have a full-time job in their sport and they have a full-time job in their school. And then not only like can most student athletes not also do a part-time job because they're so busy. I don't know like anybody that's running a business and creating an app and like doing all this. So I have so much respect for what you guys are doing. And I like, I totally get why you had to skip class sometimes because I don't know how you could do it otherwise. Yeah. Thank you. No, I, I, and even like what you're saying too, the fact that you're a mother and you work a job and you're trying to like create this amazing podcast to inspire people that inspires us too. I think it's so encouraging to see, anybody but particularly for me like women just pursuing so many different things and just giving themselves graces not to maybe be perfect in every category but it's kind of that effort that you're putting forward to just you know touch lives in each of these sectors and create a small impact that ultimately has great effects I just I find that even so inspiring personally that you're able to do all these things so I think it's great that you're able to even voice that because it's encouraging to myself and I'm sure many others Thank you. Thank you. That's really sweet of you. And whenever I, uh, we come across like podcasts or these opportunities to speak with people that run them, um, I always think like, oh, I want to start a podcast. Like, so it's, <laughs> it's so awesome to see when people do that and to know mm-hmm. that you were in communications as your major too is just like, okay, like we're vibing yeah. together. So maybe one day I'll be able to do that. Hey, yeah, anybody can do it. If I can do it, anybody can figure it out. And I think there's even more resources now on like how to do it, which is great. But I feel like the working world and just the way our society runs is not, it does not cater to like parents in general, but especially moms and women. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm like all about seeing women pursue what they want to do in their career and also be good moms because we have to make it like as a society we have to make it okay to do both because I've had a lot of people tell Mm -hmm. me you can't have both like you have to pick one and I'm like 
I refuse to accept that. I can do both. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. Good for you. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thank you guys. Fun. But yeah, you you can totally start that podcast. I'll help you out if you ever want. <laughs> Amazing. I'll hit you up. Uh, okay. So what is next for Fomento? Because um, like you said, you're kind of still in the building process. I know I've looked at your website and it says like, we're, we're working on building things. So what's kind of the timeline and yeah, what's going to happen next? So next for sure is that um, Bridget and Ashlyn are out of school, so they'll be working on this full time and I'll be doing anything I can um, within the hours in between classes. And so we're working on our beta right now. So that's out and that's um, something that people can do right now. You can go onto our website and fill out a form requesting like a specific clothing item you're looking for or a like outfit. You're not sure like what you want, but you know this is your style we'll thrift that for you. So sort of what our app will be doing, but we do it manually. So that's what we're working on. Um, We just wanted to get something out there and start getting transactions. And so we have the beta out for people to use and we'll start scaling that as soon as we get like more help to um, manually do it. And as the app develops, we'll be using that to like search for the item. So right now, as Bridget said, the app is on our phones in testing phase, and we're integrating all of our partners' inventory into it, tagging it, making sure it's all filtered really good. And so as we do that, we'll be able to use the app to fulfill these like beta requests. Um, mm-hmm. And so as soon as like all of our integration is done and the tagging is good enough so that like our app is working better than we can manually find the items, we'll um, be launching the app. So hopefully this fall, at some point, but we ultimately want to just get it out there when it's actually ready so that we don't put something out there that like isn't great. And then we don't give a first Mm -hmm. good impression. So, and Bridget mentioned that we're um, growing our team. So we're um, looking into technical leads that can kind of help us with that technical part and run that. So um, that's kind of the, the plan for the next couple of months and just up our marketing as well. And get people more aware of it, increase the amount of thrift shops we have on board and fashion influencers. So um, we just want to grow the community and get this out there so that we can help educate people on fast fashion and how they can buy secondhand and then kind of help these smaller thrift shops grow their businesses as well. Because there's so many like Instagram thrift shops out there that are creating websites and can now partner with us and then we'll connect shoppers to their inventory. So um, yeah, just keep growing and scale the beta a bit until the app is ready. That's great. Okay. And I would be remiss if I did not ask where the name comes from. I meant to ask that earlier. Yeah. So Fomeno, originally we called our company Forget Me Not for I think actually the first year and a half, we called it Forget Me Not based off of that t-shirt. Okay. And also there are so many great clothes out there. Let's not forget about them. Um, but for trademarking purposes and uh, in the future, we wanted to market to more of a male audience in addition to female. And we thought Forget Me Not might be just not very inclusive to a bunch of different styles, potentially. Sure. So we expanded to take the first two letters of each word in Forget Me Not. And if you put them together, that's Fomano. Okay. So just a unique word. Um, it's a <laughs> unique business. And that's, yeah, that's kind of how the name originated from. That's fun. And it will always mean something special to you with how it got started. So I love that. Sure. Okay. So I know 
before we like get to the fun questions, I know you mentioned that like talking about some of the things you've been learning along the way is important to you and like motivating people to think more about their choices and not even just with secondhand shopping, but just in general with sustainability. So why do you think it's important to people for people to think about their why? And I guess, what does that mean to you exactly? I think at the end of the day, for me, the why deals with stewardship. I think I love going to the beach and going to the mountains and just seeing the beauty um, that our earth offers and also just like these luxuries of fresh air and um, unpolluted areas in which I live. And that's, like I said, kind of a luxury to some. And I just, I think when it comes down to it, it's like, I want my future generations, like you mentioned your mom, I know that you care so much about your children. It's like, I want them to also be able to experience these beautiful sceneries and this luxury of clean air. And I, I don't know, I think it's just at the end of the day, like, I want to play a part in making sure that our future generations can experience the same things that I can when it comes to the beauty of earth. So I think, I think that's a huge why for me. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of people who are in the sustainability sector are very passionate about that concept of stewardship as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I love Bridget's why too. And I think a really unique thing about our team is that a lot of our whys like are aligned. And then we also have our own like deep down whys and one of our mentors within the Hope Prize one time had a meeting with us and just want us to like really think about our why and like dig deeper. And it was just like a really pivotal time too, that we really realized like how much impact we can have. And for me, my why is I really love motivating people and showing people that like they can do this as well. So I think there's so many people tell us all oh, like, you can't do this and that's not typical or you should just go to college and this is what you should do for your career. And I think there's just so many other options out there that people can do. And when we tap into that sustainable aspect of it, then we can like, the sky's the limit for that. Like you Mm -hmm. can do whatever you want. And if you have a passion to like help the earth in this way or that way, there's like a solution to helping improve that area. And that's something too, that the Hope Prize has really taught me is that you can create your whatever you want and make a profit out of that business and anybody can run a business like I didn't know anything about it now we're running this company so I think for me it's just like motivating people to pursue your passion Mm -hmm. and help people because I think deep down like I always like to see the good in people and I know people want to do good and help others they just might not know how or might not believe in themselves to do it so like I want to just encourage people to go follow their passions. Just don't listen to what other people say. Go with your heart and just believe in yourself because you can do anything you set your mind to. And um, I just, yeah, I love being able to motivate people to do things that are good and help people because when we come together, like you can have like a great impact. When we, when we all come together as one community, that's when we really can change the world. So Mm -hmm. I just want to motivate more people to make a positive impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I I like what you both said, because it's like, those choices aren't always the convenient ones. But if you can remember, Mm -hmm. like why you're doing it, kind of like you were talking about with burnout, like that's gonna be what keeps you going. So I agree, that's really important Mm -hmm. to keep in mind. And uh, just to piggyback off of that, you also talked about that it's important to keep in mind, like challenging the norms and not just going with what society tells you to do. So Mm -hmm. how does that kind of fit into your story? 
Yeah, I think even like Bridget and Ashlyn have talked about this too, is that when they, when people ask them like, what are you doing after college? And they say, oh, I'm like running this company. Like people are confused about that. Not many people like, you know, get their college done in three years so that they can run a company or it's just a little odd for people and they don't quite understand what we're doing. So, um, and that we're not going into like a career that gets us a ton of money right away or whatever. So yeah, Bridget can talk more about that. But for me, I'd say like, I, I've always kind of gone against the norm and I like love who I am as a person and want more people to just like be proud of who they are. And so I think for me, I just, it's kind of like normal for me to just, okay, let's do whatever. Let's go with the flow. Let's do what I want and like challenge society. And yeah, I, I think for us is just like, we support each other and we know like this is going to work and we believe in ourselves. So we're okay with going against the norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think changing the norms. Yeah. It's, I think it just starts with the decision to pursue your passions and something like we we ultimately all said like something that really creates an impact. Uh, Peyton kind of touched on the fact that it has been really hard for me coming out of school. People are like, "Oh, what job do you have? Like, what's the next step? And like, how much money do you make in this career?" And it's really kind of hard to explain the I don't know the startup life and how people kind of maybe don't take it seriously that you're doing this or. They say, oh, you'll do it for a couple of years. It'll fail. And then you'll have to get a real job. And I, right. I'm trying to, you know, make this my real job. And it's, it's been a really unique experience. And I think even in that within society, I think the startup world isn't really a norm or taking an unconventional path really isn't the norm. And I think it just makes me more aware to just be very supportive of people in the path that they're pursuing especially when they are so motivated to create an impact within them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I think just the norm of the typical go to college, graduate, get a job. I think that's a norm that even I've, I felt we're kind of breaking within yeah. this, this fomento journey. So I don't know. I just think maybe it's important to be supportive of people who aren't technically going by the, the normal path of life and everything that that entails. Yeah, absolutely. And especially now there's so many people out there who are starting small businesses. And I I feel like it is easy to be that person who's just skeptical because obviously a lot of businesses do fail. (laughs) But it's like, that doesn't help anybody, you know, like to have that mindset. So yeah, I think uh, that's just a good reminder for people like, I I don't know, just to like, I guess, be supportive when you do see people chasing their dreams and encourage them because that's what they need, not like the questions about it. So yeah, I think that's a good reminder. Okay, if you had to pick a main message that you want people to walk away with today, what would that be? I think mine, something that I've thought a lot about this past year is this topic of being uncomfortable. I think a lot of building this business has been incredibly uncomfortable for me. You know, graduating college early, it's uncomfortable. I don't really know what necessarily the future looks like, but I know that I'm very passionate about what I'm doing and I believe in my mission and what our team is doing. So I think, and you know, doing sports, it's uncomfortable. I mean, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone is just not the most pleasant thing. And But I've also learned that really great things can happen when you're uncomfortable Um, when you're Mm -hmm. pushing yourself to the limit I think it's amazing the things that you can do as an individual and with a team so I I would just encourage people that if you're uncomfortable in something you're doing and you feel a little bit outside of that like that comfort zone 
I would encourage you to view it as a positive thing and that you're more so taking steps to create the future that you really want for yourself and you're really pushing yourself to achieve big things. So I, yeah, one thing I tell myself almost every day, it's like, Bridget, if you're uncomfortable today, like you are doing something good. And I've kind of started to realize that I, I don't desire comfort as much anymore. And I, I desire greatness and doing big things and creating an impact. So if you're uncomfortable yeah. today and something you're doing, I, I view that as, as if you're doing something right. Mm, that's a great message. I love that. Yeah, I love Bridget's message too. I'm I'm really inspired both by like Bridget and Ashlyn and they always motivate me every day <laughs> to keep working. But I'd yeah. say for my message, really just following your passion. And like, I know a lot of people like don't know what that is, especially at our age. They're not sure what they even want to do. And I think it's okay to not know. And it's okay to also change your mind and start in one thing and go in an entirely different direction. Um, because we know what that what that's like. And I think you can still achieve everything you want and have an impact in all the different areas you wanted. Um, like for myself, I really, I still want to have an impact within the medical field and like naturopathic medicine. And I think I can still do that in the future now that I know how to like run a business. And, you know, mm -hmm. there's just different things that we can all do. And life is long. I think life is long. And you have a lot of time to just like pursue everything you want to and you can do it if you just set your mind to it and like just believe that it'll happen the way it's supposed to happen we always try to like think positively even when something like might give us a curveball we know like we're we're on the right path and we'll end up where we need to be so I think just believing even if you don't know what's next just knowing that the right thing will come your way as long as you like believe in it and you kind of imagine and manifest that the right thing will come so yeah pursuing your dreams and just remembering that like everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to be mm -hmm. such great messages I love that I think you both could be motivational speakers <laughs> on top of what you do <laughs> thank you um okay I have a couple fun questions for you before I let you go so First, uh, if you had to pick one, but actually most people pick like three because they can't pick one, <laughs> but most impactful book that you've read. And I feel like if I were in your shoes, I would have a hard time answering because I don't think I read anything besides textbooks in college, but <laughs> if you have one, <laughs> love to hear it. Yeah. My OCHEM textbook was definitely like the most impactful book <laughs> of my life. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding for me the most impactful book that I've ever read was probably the the secret by Rhonda I think it's Bynes I forget how to pronounce her last name but it's not to do with like a business book um, but it's something just for like life in general it really talks about staying positive and using like a positive mindset to like kind of manifest positive things in your life and having like that good energy because obviously negative energy and stressful energy it's not going to help you out so uh -huh. that book talks all about like how just having positive thoughts and positive things will come your way um that book really like changed my life and I think kind of changed my outlook too and so um I read that my freshman year and actually did a speech on it one time for speech class so that has probably been the most impactful book. Um, there's a lot of books I still want to read, a oh, lot of cool. business books on my shelf. Once I have time, I will. Yeah. those will probably become, as well, impactful books on my life. Mm -hmm. Yes, cool. Okay, I haven't heard of that one before. What about you, Bridget? Yeah, well, first, I wish our, our co-founder Ashlyn was here. She reads so much, so I'm sure she has <laughs> a completely 
alternative suggestion here, but <laughs> my favorite book that I ever read, I actually read it while I was studying abroad in Costa Rica the first time, and I've read it multiple times since. And right now I'm actually listening to the audiobook of it, but okay. it's called Tattoos on the Heart. It's by Greg Boyle. Pretty much just talks about okay. the power of radical compassion. And hmm. it's just a bunch of small stories of a man. He was he just he just served the people in the gang communities within California and it's just the book just has so much wisdom in it and it just I don't know I just it's so inspiring it doesn't matter how many times I read it or listen to it I just every time I I walk away feeling so touched so yeah I I think it's good to also get away from sometimes the business world and what we're doing and find motivation in other areas so I yeah, I really definitely do that through like reading and podcasts more so now. It's just more time uh, friendly for me. But yeah, definitely. Tattoos on the Heart is a really good one. Oh, cool. That sounds really good. I, I I mean, I'm sure I would love it too. But so my best friend, we're very different. And she she's actually a police officer, which she's in the perfect line of work for her personality because she, as she would say, she has to work on her <laughs> compassion. <laughs> it doesn't come as naturally to her but anyway so she always says that she's like I need I need to work on being more compassionate so I'm like oh I'm gonna get that for her that that would be good (laughs) Uh, that's cool okay what about something you listened to or watched recently that you think everybody needs to hear like podcast documentary anything like that yeah, I'll go first with this one. Um, I recently listened to a TED Talk. I forget the exact title of it, but it was this woman from India that studies the kind of fashion industry. And she talked about how so much of it is going online right uh-huh. now. But from her studies, she's also starting to realize that people still want that like personable touch of like shopping. And so people get that from shopping in stores. And when, you know, people that are working in the stores say, oh, I think this would look good with this, or I recommend you trying on this. So people want the ease of online shopping, but also that personable, like someone there to help you out. So yeah, she kind of displayed that as a new concept for shopping that'll be online, but also personable. So that's something that we really want to make sure we include within our business model is how can we help people and that is kind of, kind of like what our explore page helps to do is that oh like here's this style like these fashion influencers can inspire you to wear and we can help like recommend finding the best fits for that so we're always trying to think of how how we can like help people in that way and even uh, within our beta like we send different options for people and say oh I think this like top would look good with this these the skirt or these pants so kind of having that personable but also like ease of shopping is gonna be I think a big thing yeah that's awesome that's really cool I would encourage anybody who's even like one percent interested in potentially starting a business to listen to how I built this podcast they're put on by NPR's Guy Ross Mm -hmm. I have found so much inspiration from them you can hear stories from how Airbnb started to yeah. how Ben and Jerry started. And it's just so refreshing to see that they didn't start with these amazingly brilliant individuals who had so much money and could just build these companies like in the snap of a finger. They started from just like people like you and me who had an idea mm-hmm. and were motivated to accomplish that idea. So I, I think it's really cool and very humbling to see yeah. these stories that they started these amazing companies with so how I built this by Guy Raz um, is, an, is a really great podcast yeah. that I've enjoyed 
Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that that's like one of their favorite shows. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Good recommendations. Okay. What about, um, last but not least, a brand or product you're liking, obviously besides your own business, but (laughs) it could be thrifting or fashion related or something totally different. Either way is good. I can go first, I guess, again. Um, I'd say my like kind of go-to product or brand right now is called the Package Free Shop. Lauren Singer, I think is her name. Yeah. she. I kind of learned about her from the Holt Prize because she did a talk and like engagement with them but uh her website like sells so many different products and they all are like Uh sustainable packaging or like stuff that you can resend and they'll refill them and so I bought these shampoo bars from there and they're like tea tree um shampoo and conditioner bars and I really love them like they help my hair so much and I've gotten other things from them like instead of like toothpaste they have these like uh, toothpaste these like balls that you chew on and they have um, just a lot of different awesome products. Mm -hmm. So I really like that as like a go-to instead of buying stuff from other places. Um, And then all of our partners that we have like are really cool. There's this one earthly for the planet. She does a lot of like upcycling of clothes and like makes really cool things, like really unique items. So I love like all of our partners and so, so many of them have unique stuff that they're bringing into the market. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm such a big fan of the package free shop. They have everything. I mean, like, honestly, I highly recommend yeah. before you go looking for something on Amazon, just check if package free shop has it because good chance that they do. Yeah. I love that store. So cool. For sure. Yeah. And for me, I have loved, okay. So just the secondhand market is growing so much to the point where these big companies like Patagonia and North Face, they're creating their own secondhand lines. So oh. Last week, I got this Patagonia um, white zip up from Patagonia Warnwear. If you Google it, it's all of their items that are just secondhand. So it's like at a discounted price. It's also for taking in the circular economy. So yeah, if if you Google Patagonia Warnwear, you can buy Patagonia products from Patagonia that are all secondhand. Really? So wait, so people like when they're done with them, just recycle them to Patagonia and then Patagonia like fixes them up to resell them kind of yep exactly and oftentimes Patagonia will give the person who donated the item a voucher so like money back basically for returning your item so I I think it's a really cool model and companies like Lululemon just launched the same concept they're working on it I don't think it's in the U.S. yet but Levi's has the same one so if you want a pair of jeans straight from Levi's you can get them secondhand so it's been pretty cool to see how the secondhand economy is just growing tremendously totally yeah 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 and that they're helping to recycle clothing like I know a lot of brands are doing recycling programs so that's awesome that they're even finding ways to reuse them right so yeah cool good to know yep yeah. All right. Awesome. Okay. So many good recommendations. Thank you guys. Um, how about where can we find you if people want to get the app whenever it's available or do maybe some shopping now? What's the best way to connect with you? So you can go onto our landing page. It's thriftfomeno.com. And as soon as you go on there, a pop-up will come up and you can sign up for our email list to be notified as soon as the app is launched. Um, So that's a good way to kind of like make sure you're the first to know. And then we have our Instagram. That's probably the the platform we're most present on is, and our Instagram is Thrift Fomeno. And so we do a lot of engagement there with 
our fashion influencers, our thrift shops. We want to educate people on fast fashion on there as well. And we'll give people updates of when the app is ready. We also have a LinkedIn that people can reach out to us if they want to inquire about becoming a partner or just learn more about us. So yeah, those are the three main things. Bridget, did I miss anything? No, I think that's pretty much it. And yeah, if you want to contact us directly, even um, our website is, or our email is on our website. So just, yeah, check out thriftfulmeno.com and pretty much everything is right there. Perfect. That sounds great. I know personally, I cannot wait for your app to officially launch and to follow along with your business journey. I think it's very obvious that this is going to be a huge thing. So I'm really excited to watch you grow and that I got to connect with you when you weren't too famous yet and too big for me. So thank you guys for making Never too big. (laughs) Uh, No, thank you for having us, Mackenzie. This has been super fun. Yeah, I'm glad your uncle connected us together. That's so cool. Yes, yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, thank you, Uncle Brian. I am so glad that he did also. And yeah, really happy to sit down with you both. So thank you for your time. There you have it. The future of thrifting is upon us. I am so, so, so excited for this app to launch. I'm excited for myself because I love thrifting and I can't wait to use it, but I'm also really excited for my friends who haven't tried secondhand shopping as much to see how easy it can really be now. I can't wait to continue to follow the Fomento journey and really the journey of its founders because as you can see, they are some driven and inspiring women. They're going to do big things. I just know it. I mean it when I say I have a lot of respect for them and what they're doing, and I'm so glad that I got to have them on my show before the whole world finds out about them and their publicity schedules are all booked up. Links to connect with Peyton and Bridget and check out their business are in the show notes, and everything else we referenced today is there too, including the link to shop real paper products. Make sure you check that out and leave a review for the show while you're over there. Subscribe too. Subscribing is free and easy to do. I promise I will not spam you. It just ensures that you get every new episode that's available. You get a little notification each week to say, hey, there's a new show out. Come listen. There will be a new guest, a new episode out next week. I actually had a really interesting conversation with my new friend, Jackie, that's all focusing on the DEI movement. You don't want to miss it, so make sure you tune in and subscribe so that you know when it's available. Until then, remember to keep pursuing your passions, even if it means challenging the norm. Always stay focused on your why and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out.